I'd like to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the unceded traditional territories of the Musqueam, Squamish and Tsleil-Waututh peoples. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Bob Potty. I cannot stress enough how sorry I am for another late release, um, but maybe this becomes a bi-weekly thing moving forward. Um, uh, or fortnightly for my Melbourne friends. Um, I, I hope you've all had a wonderful past couple of weeks um, and have been enjoying the final days of the Canadian summer. And if you're on the other side of the world, I hope you guys are all enjoying the sun teasing you with them warmer summer vibes. I always knew the seasons were opposite for us, but now I live in the summers that I used to escape to and I have snowy winter Christmases instead of them backyard Barbies, which is still a little surreal, to be honest. Um, Today, I thought I'd revert back to my storytelling about my journey, focusing particularly on a time in our lives that we can all relate to. The pandemic. Um, it's it's so bizarre that COVID is kind of in the rearview mirror now, um, and it's honestly still so wild to me that globally we all went through a bloody pandemic. Each country handled it so differently, um, so I obviously have my, my own take on it, um, and my Melbourne buddies have their perspective, um, and quite frankly, it's just all a big blur now. So I'm kind of grateful that this episode will capture my experience and one day, hopefully, I can listen back and think, what the absolute heck happened here? But anyways, let me set the scene for you all first. Um, It was early 2020. If you guys remember from a few episodes ago, I was still working at the ski lodge. Um, I had just started my serving gig. Yay for minimum pay, but also tip culture. (laughs) Um, And I had met my housemate Christian at the Airbnb with we'd both been renting a room from um, and we'd recently moved into a basement suite out in North Vancouver. I was finally starting to feel better about my financial situation. Um, I was also feeling better about my living situation because that was sorted. Um, I was also beginning to make friends in Vancouver, kind of, foreigner friends. (laughs) I I was settling in basically and so... um, Yeah, I I was also still dating Mr. X, who you guys were introduced to um, earlier on. And, you know, we just had our spontaneous West Coast road trip down to L.A. So in my eyes, life was A-OK. And then it wasn't. Um, I think my breakup snowballed or like propelled everything um, in high gear. So we broke up, thankfully. And look, uh, I won't pretend like it didn't suck at the time, but it was definitely for the better. Um, And then I was seeing all these articles suddenly and hearing all these whispers of this potential pandemic. Um, And to this day, I am convinced that I had the OG strain of COVID. November 2019, I had the worst cold or flu or something or... I don't know, whatever it was, it had me bedridden and I'd taken a couple of days off work. Uh, Like, I I had to take a couple of days off work. Um, Christian also actually had taken a couple of days off work, um, having experienced the same thing. Um, And we obviously didn't think it was COVID back then or at the time. Um, 
but it just makes sense looking back on it now. I, I'd never been that unwell in my life. I, I was bedridden. I, I couldn't get out of bed. Um, and like, I never call in sick for work. Um, I mean, I should have probably taken a couple more sickies in my day, but honestly, uh, back then, like during this time, I was fatigued AF, everything was sore, I had a horrible cough, I felt like my lungs were never going to feel okay, Um, but also, I was really poor, Um, so after having taken two days off, I had to eventually get my butt back to work um because there was no sick leave here um kind of like when you're a casual you just get paid for the days that you work but anyways to my point um march 2020 comes around the corner and surprise the covid19 pandemic is real Um, or the virus at the time was real. I don't know if they declared it a pandemic just yet. Um, It was contagious and it was spreading like wildfire. Um, And it wasn't just in China now, but it was all over the world. I don't know if you guys remember what happened earlier in uh, 2020. It was, we actually were raising money at the ski lodge for the Australian bushfire appeal because of um, all the bushfires that had happened um, during our summer. And I felt like COVID had kind of just overshadowed that um, phenomena. I don't know what you'd call it, that like natural disaster. Um, but anyway, I, I remember thinking, I remember hearing about the exponential spread in Italy um, and how dire it had become in India. Um, and I remember thinking, what the fuck was happening? Um, but also thinking to myself, surely, surely I was safe. Um, after working a shift at my serving gig one night, we'd actually heard whispers of an outbreak at a dentist conference um, that had happened at the convention center nearby where I was working. Um, a lot of the times the convention center nearby that restaurant that I was serving at um, would actually attract a lot of guests into the restaurant. Um, so we'd heard that attendees of this conference had been guests at the restaurant that I had unfortunately been serving at the night before, um, two of which were infected. So that was my first potential encounter um, of being exposed to a a COVID positive person. Um, And then on Sunday morning, March 14th, I remember it very clearly, I got a text to say that I was temporarily laid off from my serving gig. Okay, not panicking just yet. It was only temporary. I checked my emails. I got one to say that I was temporarily laid off from the ski lodge. So there goes my two streams of income in Canada. And to add to this, I had actually just officially resigned from my job in Melbourne confirming that I would not be returning from my career break. You can imagine the panic that was settling in now. My God, what had I done? (laughs) What was actually happening? Um, There's also no free-to-air TV here, so none of your uh, 9Now, 10Play, um, 7Live, I don't know. There's just none of that here for free. So Christian and I could not just put on the news to see what was happening in real time. Um, 
our news was coming from family back home. It was coming from Facebook and it was coming from other internet forums. Um, not that we weren't up to date um, as much as everybody else was, but I'm just saying sometimes it was just easier to flick on the TV. Um, something that I miss from back home. Um, so the world had gone into meltdown and people everywhere were being laid off um, or stood down or etc. And it was happening across all industries. Um, masks were popping up everywhere. They were being encouraged. We were being told to stay at home unless it was absolutely necessary that we, we leave the house. So naturally, I panicked. Um, I bought myself a suitcase thinking I was 110% going home. Um, some of my colleagues from the ski lodge were even quicker than I was um, and had already booked tickets back. Um, and within days, people had fled back to Australia, had fled back to New Zealand or the UK. Um, I was researching what this all meant, actually, for me. Selfishly, I, I was looking up my visa situation and trying to work out whether it could be extended after this pandemic or whether it was going to be put on pause because I I felt robbed of my Canadian experience you know I, I had grand plans to do um after making the decision obviously to stay I had grand plans to st stick around in Vancouver for a year and maybe head east and kind of maybe spend another year in Toronto before my two-year visa was up um, but everything I was reading was telling me that there would be no exceptions made which was quite sad and then I spoke to Christian um, it calmed me down a little bit and we did decide to stick it out um, he was in the exact same boat after all and you know we we both worked in the restaurant industry and we both started off at the ski lodge and we were both a 16 hour flight away from home. <laughs> um, so we agreed to stay and see it through. And thank goodness we did. Um, the days went on. Um, so many people had gone back home. Um, we were told it might only be a two week situation. Um, nope. <laughs> Lockdown became the new norm. We barely left our house, not even to go for a walk. Um, we, we only honestly ever left our place to get groceries. And what a strange, strange time that was. We were officially in isolation um, and we were now in quote unquote unprecedented times. Naturally, we turned to our creature comforts. Um, wine became an essential. I remember walking to the BC liquor store multiple times um, and buying about six bottles or so of wine to set us up for the week. Um, side note, why do some liquor stores here ask for a tip? If you have the answer to that question, can you please um, slide into my DMs with the correct answer? Um, anyway, so the pandemic, we, we were sleeping in, um, we were doing home workouts, we were watching a Marvel movie every night. I actually can't remember if we watched them in order. I think, I think we did. Um, yeah, we, we watched them in chronological order and we shared a bottle of wine per night. Um, or maybe having a bottle of wine each a night. I, I can't exactly remember anymore. Um, but when I think of the pandemic, this is exactly what I think of. 
What did we do for money, you ask? Well, um, with no inkling as to when we'd be asked to return to work, the Canadian government was actually so kind or like kind enough to issue out something called CERB. That's C-E-R-B or I believe it stands for the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit. I think, don't quote me on that. Um, it was saving, it was our saving grace, basically. Um, and honestly, I'm so grateful that we were eligible for it. Um, essentially, what CERB was, was a means to get by. $2,000 per month for those whose income had been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and on top of that, we were so lucky enough to also be granted some rent relief um, this was where the government would actually pay up to $500 depending on our income and how much our rent was, um, et cetera, et cetera, um, for at least three months. And yeah, this was kind of put in place after realizing that COVID was here to stick around for a little bit longer. So with CERB and this extra rent relief, um, we got on by, um, but it was still getting tough. I, I cannot imagine what it would have been like to live alone during this time. We had a family living above us, so there was always some noise. Um, we also had each other, so it wasn't super terrible for me, to be honest. Um, and as some people said, um, it was the reset that we all needed. And we were being encouraged now to use the time to reflect and really become comfortable with being alone and being with ourselves. Anyway, thanks to social media, I actually felt a lot more connected to my friends since I'd left Melbourne. Um, the time difference wasn't really an issue anymore because we were all online um, all the time and craving to connect. So we FaceTimed, we texted, we actually caught up and played games online. And sadly, that actually hasn't happened again since then. Also, thanks to social media, online dating was also a thing. Enter Debbie. She and Christian had actually been chatting pre-pandemic, um, but once we were allowed to extend our bubble uh, to not only our household, uh, Debbie basically moved in and it was great. I now had a female companion to chat to. I had another real life human to chat to. Um, and having gone through a breakup, I was, you know, it was kind of nice to share things with another human female out loud and not just be wallowing in my own thoughts all the time. Um, Debbie joined our Marvel marathons. Um, she took part in the wine drinking. Um, baking was also a thing so we well aka me helping Debbie began baking cookies um I also think we got some beer bread made once or I think Debbie made the beer bread and I ate it all um we began eating popcorn for dinner too it was look it was an epic pandemic situation and honestly the best survival squad gone round so I'm so glad that they had matched pre-pandemic um, and kind of not really, but yeah, kind of decided to break the rules halfway through um, so we could all live together and well, survive together, I guess. Um, 
But I also want to extend the biggest congratulations to both Christian and Debbie who recently got engaged. Um, congrats, you two. I have so much love for you both. And it's actually so surreal to me um, still that it's been more than a couple of years now, pandemic years, um, since you both met. And it has been the best thing to come out of this pandemic, hands down. Um, and slowly but surely, or so we thought, the pandemic at the time was easing up. Our bubbles became bubbles of six. Um, we could now leave the house and go for a walk for health purposes. <laughs> we could hang out with our bubbles in well-ventilated outdoor spaces, at least um, two meters apart, no, two feet apart. Um, or six feet apart. Uh, I can't even remember now. Um, there was sanitizer everywhere um, and friends were also being divided. Um, it was the awkward like, should we see each other? Should we not see each other? What actually were the penalties for breaking the rules? Are we breaking the rules? Um, honestly, it sounds so fucking ridiculous saying all these things or all these damn rules out loud right now. And then in comparison to my Melbourne friends, we had it easy. Melbourne was essentially an ISO for, to me, what felt like a whole year or maybe just under. Um, we heard of curfews um, and a visitation radius of some sort where, um, yeah, I don't know, it just other ludicrous regulations were also in place at the time. And funnily enough, um, even without the news on TV, we were seeing the numbers being reported in Melbourne every day. Um, as intense as it was, I don't think we experienced isolation the way Melbourne did. Um, you know, closing borders between states and not being able to see your family if they were if they were beyond a five kilometer distance to you. Um, I'll say it again: wild, wild times, guys. And then talks of the vaccine came out. Um, and there was heaps of speculation and questioning and more uncertainty and conspiracies and everything else under the sun um, when it came to this vaccine and how quickly it had been brought to our to us, basically. Um, and being a server um, was apparently deemed an essential service. So once the real heroes, thank you doctors, thank you nurses, um, and everybody else on the front line were invited to get vaccinated, I was actually next in line. Um, and I just have to share how easy it was here in Vancouver to sort yourself out that way. We like we literally got a text to say, here, register here to sign up for your first dose. Um, and it was like booking any other appointment online. It was that easy to book my first dose. Um, so after a few weeks, I was actually COVID-19 vaccinated. And then things slowly started to reopen for us. I began picking up shifts at the restaurant again um, with new protocols in place, of course, like sanitizing absolutely every surface you touched, um, as well as sanitizing your hands after every table interaction. So you can imagine how chapped my hands were. I don't think I said that right. Like, you know, when your hands get really, really dry from over washing them, that's how my hands were. They were so dry. Um, it was an overexposed term, but this was our new normal. Um, and it 110% did not make sense, but it was our new normal. For those that could, work from home became a thing. And 
honestly thank god how was this not a thing before in my mind you know like one thing i am honestly so grateful to the pandemic for is teaching us that some office space is not always necessary or should i say not all office space is necessary um it does suck that it took a viral pandemic to demonstrate that people can be just as effective working from home if not more productive um but i'm thankful that there are some positives that we can take away from this experience so the six person bubble rule was eliminated um borders were reopening very slowly across the world both christian and i had returned to work now and masks were slowly becoming a choice rather than a rule and it was during this time um actually that i decided to move closer to the beach to a neighborhood called kitsilano um it was the canadian summer now and whilst not everything was open open the beach was not restricted and most people were kind of over all the restrictions in place um and people were seeing people again in real life and it felt good to connect with friends offline it really felt like things were beginning to ease up um but of course before we could settle in we were rocked once more um with the winter came a new wave um of covid and some businesses were unfortunately forced to shut their doors permanently um basically due to their inability to service rent the pandemic really impacted independent small businesses here some businesses however got really creative and pivoted with the pandemic bigger restaurants with the capacity to flex were quick to sign on to DoorDash and Uber Eats to continue delivering their services um unfortunately not not everyone could could do that um and with the uncertainty continuing on the plus side i saw an influx of small e-commerce businesses pop up um it was incredible to me to see the people still splurging online on things like clothes and home decor um with all these covid-19 restrictions in place in my mind i was thinking what was the point of purchasing new clothes if you can't even go out or what was the point of buying home decor um if you can't even have people over but people seemed to be treating themselves a lot and so hashtag #support local became a thing which is i guess another great thing to have come from the pandemic um travel was also again restricted uh for essential purposes only you know which made it pretty damn difficult to ferry back and forth from Vancouver Island to go hang out with this boy i really liked huh what say what now <laughs> but i reckon that's all we've got time for today um yeah I'll, i might talk about him uh, in another episode but go slide into my dms for now and share your pandemic experience with me i'd love to hear your take on it i'd love to hear your struggles i'd love to hear your highlights how has it been more than 2 years guys since the world was flipped on its axis and stopped spinning for a sec um anyways Find me on the Bob Potty on all socials. Remember to be kind. Remember to be curious, and I'll see you all next Tuesday. Ciao for now. Mwah.